0: Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. This is Jane Ellen
1: and I'm Adam Cravens.
0: And we are going to suggest what movies you should or should not see.
1: Again, just a suggestion. I mean at this at this point, I think you know how to play the game.
0: If it speaks to you, whatever. It's it's how you do. Yeah. We don't care. So what did you see?
1: I saw Mile 22.
0: And that is a
1: Mark Wahlberg action film,
0: which is what he does.
1: Uh well, I mean, not exclusively. Like he's done some stuff with Scorsese that I would think would qualify more as drama, right. but like I get, that's his bread and butter. Like I enjoy him. That's that's how he's sending the kids to school. Like mm-hmm. that's that's how he gets mama a new pair of shoes.
0: I, I enjoy uh, Mr. Wahlberg
1: when when he was very much just a uh, a model or a a recipient of funky bunching. <laughs> I, I did not respect him as an actor. I re- like. I think it was the movie Fear was mm-hmm. the first time I had seen him. I I remember seeing it. I didn't find it tremendously memorable. Um, I don't think I really legitimately took him seriously as an actor or Until made it happening. a point. No, <laughs> no. I mean, a little bit before that. Um, a little bit before that. Come
0: on, the happening.
1: Um, the oh, Departed uh-huh. was the movie that I think sold Mark Wahlberg to me. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, who I'm a tremendous fan of now, um, initially when he was just the pretty boy, I... Uh, he annoyed you, didn't maybe, he? Maybe I resented him because he was so pretty. Um, but like I just... I, I wasn't sold on him. Sometime around the when he again also started working with Martin Scorsese. I want to say Could it's like it. The Aviator or Gangs of New. I think Gangs of New York was first, mm-hmm. and that was the one I was I was sitting there going, "Well, if Martin Scorsese thinks this guy can do something, okay, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'll check it out."
0: I've noticed just on the surface that Leo is morphing just like Frank Sinatra did. At first, look at them really, really young, not young like 14-year-old Leonardo, but look at them in their 20s, him and Frank Sinatra, when Sinatra first started to act. Right, You've got this really, really slender, gangly guy. Admittedly, Sinatra kind of had a weird look going on. But what I'm trying to say is you had a gangly guy, the girls were all, woo, and then they've sort of... Bulked beefed, up beefed a and little, bulked. yes, and Sinatra just almost unrecognizable from the the severe ganglionarian that he was to what the chairman of the board became.
1: You want another like person that was almost unrecognizable, like, and th- I mean, I knew it because like I've been I've been a fan of film for years, and like I, I, I will follow like the entirety of somebody's Russell Crowe, no. Though that's that's another like yeah. from say like the mummy from like Gladiator <laughs> yeah. or something like that yeah um, it was uh, Marlon Brando oh yeah I was gonna say Brando Brando, like I, she had watched um, Superman with me countless times and he played famously played Jor El his mm-hmm. father I think we had we had rented the score or something like that which was if I'm remembering correctly, it may have been. Brando's last movie
0: when you're saying she do you mean an my sister. artificial intelligence no oh, my okay. sister
1: my sister had watched it with, she. she's she, at one point she had also um, didn't realize Harrison Ford was in Star Wars like Ooh. we were watching this in, oh. in anticipation of episode one and she comes over to this this little nerd fest we're having sits down and she goes "Is that Harrison I didn't know he was in these, and I'm just like, it's the most fail. Like, I, why did why did you have to tell me that about her? I just why listen. She was not she was not bathed in like the the nerd waters that <sighs> I right. was. Okay, like
0: if that's the only misstep, I will accept
1: it. I, I'm just saying, like it it it's obvious to me that he was her- like Harrison Ford was Han Solo, but. She didn't watch them as, as much as I, like, when me and my cousins would sit down when, like, they'd air them on, like, CBS, when, like, that was the only way mm-hmm. you could watch the Star Wars movies, because, like, I didn't have the VHS or anything of them. Um, like, she would, you know, go do anything else, like go hang out with one of our younger cousins, but me, Rob and Josh, my other my my two cousins, because you don't know these people, um, we were glued to the screen, because they'd do it as, like, a three-night event or something mm-hmm. like that. So like I knew very very well that the guy that was in Raiders of the Lost Ark was also the guy that was in Star Wars, and Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Um, as wow, I just went off on a tangent there. Anyways, Brando, she she sees um him in that like the score and Superman are kind Mm -hmm. of her her point. Her entry point for Marlon Brando, and Brando's not in great shape in either of those, and he's not really doing a lot either.
0: And this was before he could have been a contender.
1: That's when I now on the waterfront. The the particular movie that I was watching whenever she realized it, and I drew the line for, was Streetcar Named Desire. Mm -hmm. Now Brando, he is in fantastic shape mm-hmm. in that movie like yeah. several several decades before superman or the score or island of dr moreau or, or when he bought that island or any any of those jokes of like a role to give to the man that did the godfather or on the water mm-hmm. or any of these and i i she's like oh who's that and i'm like that's brando and she's like what the guy from the? <laughs> s- no it's not and i'm like I'm putting it together in my head, just going, yeah i I would totally believe that's not the same guy. Yeah, like, I could it, see that. What
0: about um, is she familiar with Orson
1: Welles' transformation? I didn't hit her with that one at that point. Okay, because that's I, a hard I think one. She, I would think she she is aware of it, like now. But I mean, you're talking about going from like Citizen Kane up to like selling peas wine, yeah. or wine or yeah, yeah. He was a
0: great talk show host. Anyway, we're actually reviewing a film. None of the ones we've mentioned, except the one with Marky Mark.
1: Well, I mean, if he goes the way of these other general like Marky Mark or Mark Wahlberg. As as, he... I think he's earned it at this point. Okay. Yeah. I think we can call him his actual name. I it's, just
0: I just love saying like Marky Planet, Mark.
1: Planet of the Apes, Mark Wahlberg, that's Marky Mark. Yeah. at, at this point, I, I think he like I didn't like the, the Transformers movies, but you know what? I liked him. I, I guarantee you those paid well. Oh, sure.
0: I thought well, they were ponderous, but if it had been offered to me, it's like
1: okay, sure, I'll shoot a, I'll shoot a robot.
0: Again, we've made it clear.
1: I'll shoot a car that turns into robot. That like, if
0: Adam Sandler wants us in one of his
1: <clears throat> lame Netflix movies, we're in. Oh yeah, I'll star in it. Like I'll, I'll be. You I'll wanna, bring his coffee. You want to do Waterboy 2? I sure. don't care. I am great with it. Mm-hmm. I as as one of his terrible films said, I'll just go with it. Yeah. I won't bother me a bit. Not at all. But what, Mark Wahlberg has not got into that bizarre transformative stage where he is unrecognizable yes. from, say, his—was uh, it Levi's he did? or
0: uh, No, it was, was Calvin Klein, Calvin Klein underwear. underwear. That's right. How okay. can you even not have that image in your head I... whenever you see your spouse and you're deeply disappointed that—oh, sorry. That they're— That's out loud. Yeah. Uh, it was—if you don't know, Google Mark Wahlberg, or was he— just called Marky Mark at the time. The Calvin Klein it may have been underwear thing.
1: Actually, I, he they may not have been known by a. I think he was just the Calvin Klein. Yeah,
0: I mean, he was incredibly ripped, and he's on this massive billboard in
1: Manhattan. And I wish it had been here. Which he which he parlayed into the Funky Bunch, which is, um, it's rap in the way that like Will Smith kind of rap, mm-hmm. sort of rap. You like can not, get jiggy with it. Kind of like that, um, not not <gasps> in a way they that a like. Together? Okay. I doubt it, but I'd listen to it. I'd, I'd listen. They should do it now. Yes, that's that's oh, what I listen to. Yes, now. Okay. Um, and Mark Wahlberg, well, not like quite as chiseled as he was there. Like the man is still physically fit. He is an imposing oh definitely. physical presence, which makes him perfect for action films. Yeah. Like I yeah. said, I actually do think he has some dramatic chops, but he's really not flexing these. In and this I'm movie. An, I've
0: gotta say I've gotten a kick out of daddy's home.
1: I just He is they make me Those <laughs> Both of them are, are I mean, they're honestly they're funny. Him and him and Will Ferrell together have a great um chemistry.
0: Jenna and I find them funny, and Grace and Jim do not.
1: So they're, I don't I don't think they're the greatest like Oh, they're not, not awesome. It's not blazing saddles, like it's not um it's not any of that. Like I, I'm not putting it in the top ten, but I will tell you, like th- those two gentlemen have a distinct chemistry, mm-hmm. like, and and they're they're amusing. Yeah, I, it is amusing. I, so
0: he he is definitely the part of the action hero. So what's the story?
1: Um, he has got to transport. Ten and, minutes
0: in, we're talking to the story of the movie. He has to transport. Name I've forgotten mile twenty two mile twenty two
1: okay they they've got to get twenty two miles to an airfield. The gentleman that they are trying to transport um has like the the code they need to disarm this uh this terrorist weapon mm-hmm. and the only way that he'll do it is if they get him out of the country on this plane when he gets on the plane he will give the why? He'll, get, he'll give the go ahead why Listen, it, i don't think that <laughs> they, they spent too much about the why okay um, like there's a,
0: but I mean the, I'm the bad guy and I know this code. So once I give you the code, you fl- you throw me well, out of the plane. Well, he, I mean, he is
1: supposedly like trying to defect from this group. Oh,
0: okay, all right. So
1: like that—that's why he is going to give them this code because but he wants to make sure that he is safe in order to do that. Okay, okay. But like you've got like the the Russians are involved. There's a lot of people that don't want him to make it these 22 miles. Mm-hmm. And it's Mark Wahlberg and his team's mission. Are they called
0: the Funky Bunch?
1: No. Okay. I, I don't think there's any mention of a Funky Bunch or Funky Bunches, uh, any of that. Or Bunches Funky, like in none of that. No, no variation.
0: Somewhere of on that set, you know, there was like a 40-year-old makeup artist
1: just going... <laughs> I don't think he has a sense of humor about that kind of thing. Oh. And th- the man's bicep is probably around the size of my head. I am going to say they probably don't do that to him. He's not the one that you pour like, you know, you'd pour the Gatorade like on top of <laughs> I don't That's the way Mark Wahlberg strikes me. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's this just wonderful like Santa Claus-esque like spirit, but I don't get that vibe from him. I don't get that vibe from Donnie. Any of the Wahlberg? No. <laughs> no. No. No.
0: So, uh, 22 miles, bad guy wants to be a good guy, and action
1: ensues. Yes. And, I mean, a lot of action, a lot of gunfire. Like, um, John Malkovich shows up in what I can only assume was a two-day, like, filming schedule. He is the kind the of head a— bad guy? No. No, you would you would think you like that's generally when I see John Malkovich, I assume that's what he's the weirdo bad guy or the weirdo bad guy. He is like the the, you've got the ops team, the the one that's actually physically on the ground, and then you've got the other ones. Like one of them's controlling like a drone, the other like is control of like the. the grid that they're sitting on can turn make lights like turn mm-hmm. green, like can turn electricity off in a building. John Malkovich is the one that like he's the earpiece. He's okay. the one they're talking to and he's just like, All right, I need this, this, and this to happen. You do not have clearance to do that. You need to get out now. That is a direct or like Okay, that's- now redo that scene as Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> What's not as the movie loses a lot of intensity. Like you gotta get out I of there. You gotta get out of there now. I need uh you uh, to No, uh, no, no, you. Let's see.
0: Uh, I in a hurry. You gotta get out of there in there hurry. What boss? Did you <laughs> I would love is that. this?
1: Did you boss, did you say dinosaur? <laughs> you gotta get out of there. You gotta get out of there now. I I uh I don't I, I don't I, know what uh, else to say. <laughs> yeah, that's I think that's why Goldblum doesn't get a lot of I those just parts. Love that. I, I'm not telling you I wouldn't love it. <laughs> I've I've told you before, recast Jeff Goldblum into every part ever. I'm in. I'll watch it. CGI his face in. I'm, I'm great. But yeah. for the intents and purposes of this movie, I don't. He's a little more intense. He's probably more appropriate for that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, all he ever does, he's in a room with a lot of like computer screens in it. He's got like his finger on the what I'm assuming is the earpiece in his ear, and he's saying things. They probably just had him. They're like, just say all of these lines and be intense. Like I, yeah. I don't think I saw him out of that building but once in the movie. So. They probably got him on the cheap for what you could get Malkovich. They're just mm-hmm. like, listen, we need you two three days tops. Three days tops. I'm good with that. Boom. Like that's what I'm assuming with there. Wahlberg is in almost every shot of the movie. He did mm-hmm. not he did not have that abbreviated shooting schedule. Um, but you've got like people coming up in like motorcycles and putting explosives like on their car. Ronda Rousey. Okay.
0: So you've got motorcycle chases, you've got the the shootings of the shooty shooters. Yes. Um stuff blows up real good yeah there Uh, was helicopter stuff
1: there's that yes there Uh, are helicopters and like 747s Mm -hmm. and military grade plane like any camels at one point i did have to get up to go to the restroom it could have appeared then but i cannot speak definitively is there any drone on drone battling no drone on drone um but towards the end of the film um Wahlberg does call in a small strike with the draw. Like, it's kind of the equivalent back in the day of like what Demolition Man was for mm-hmm. Stallone. Like, not a huge, huge hit like in his career. Like, it was enough that it it turned a profit, but we don't talk about Demolition Man in the same way that we talk about Rambo or mm-hmm. Rocky or or I mean any, anything like that. It's it's a movie that if you were alive at the time, you probably saw and occasionally it might turn up in a, it it turns 30 or 20 this mm-hmm. year or whatever kind of article. But it's not, this This is also not a film I think that 20 years from now people are just going to be like, the definitive Mark Wahlberg collection coming out <laughs> on 4K Blu-ray includes the fall. Like, yeah. I don't think it's going to be, it's not going to be the, that's not going to be one of the movies that's included in that.
0: But for what it is, it delivers? Oh, uh, Yeah.
1: Like, you don't need to go out into the theater, like, to see this. Like, it probably, I mean, it plays nicely in surround sound, and it looks good on the big screen, but, like, it's not an event. I would have been just fine if this was a movie. It's like, okay, if Striking Distance is on. Bruce Willis and, was it Sarah Jessica Parker? Like, Mm -hmm. this is pre-Sex in the City, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, He's a Coast Guard in -hmm. it. If it's on TNT and, like... I need. I I just can't fall asleep. I'll watch Striking Distance. Like, am I ever going to own Striking Distance on 4K? No. Nah. No. Is it on 4K? I don't know. <laughs> um, I doubt it. Probably not. But it, it irrelevant. It, yeah. The, the, this this is a film. It's enjoyable. Like you catch it on TNT, or if like you get a subscription to HBO Go or something like that, and it comes up. It is worth your time. Like there's a little bit of setup for a follow up for the film. Um, Because, I mean, there's no CGI monsters that are attacking a city. Right. Um, You're not having to pay, like, a licensing right. I guess
0: enough of the team survives where, like, two or three and him can go and do other stuff. Or,
1: I I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of like the Mission Impossible franchise. Like, you've got those people that have turned up again and again and again in those movies. But the key ingredient, the essential ingredient to those Mission Impossible movies, and I'm not disrespecting Ving Rhames or Simon Pegg or any of those other people, Tom Cruise is the one that those films center around. He's the nucleus of that. Mm-hmm. If you can't get anybody else from Mile Twenty Two to come back, except Mark Wahlberg, you can still do a you know Mile Twenty Three or whatever mm-hmm. whatever they decide, or if if they decide to pursue a follow up to maybe this, maybe Twenty Two Mile High, or I we we U Turn, uh, U Turn Twenty One. I don't know. Like I said, I. Mm. But it, it it was funny because the 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 gentleman that I watched it with, I even commented. And I go, is it possible to come out of a movie these days that does not in some way set a, set up like a spinoff or a sequel or a follow up? Can movies not just be over at the is like when the credits roll? Is that is that not a thing? No, it just and isn't. You
0: know, as you say it, I think I know why. Okay, first of all, they do it. Hashtag because money, but
1: I I, listen. I understand franchises, and I I watch. I watch every Marvel and DC film that comes out. So, like, I'm part of the problem. I'm not. I'm not turning my nose up at this. But just once in a while, is it possible to?
0: Well, I think if you look at it from the non-stars, if if they're if they're doing lights and sound, it's like, oh, we can do this again. I mean, I think. It helps everybody in the industry to have a regular job, because even though actors that are successful make scads and scads, odo the
1: guy that's lighting like whatever. Yeah, he may he may not. And I, I understand that you also want to have audience familiarity. Like yeah. if if I'm doing unnamed robot fight movie. There's going to be a lot less of a chance that you're going to open large than if it's got Optimus Prime and Bumblebee in it. Mm-hmm. Like I understand why you want to sequelize things because there, you don't have to teach the audience about it. There's no there's no awareness to build. When I release a an Iron Man movie with Robert Downey Jr., mm-hmm. my my job's done for me at that point. Like yes. people recognize him. We're going to advertise it a little, but you don't have to educate the general public about who Iron Man is or who Robert Downey Jr. is as Iron Man. Like none of that has to be done. You're going to have uh, stories generated on that. You're not having to pay for all that advertising work. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, I I I understand it, but like I just, it's not based on like a comic book. It's not based on a book series. Like Tom Clancy didn't write all of these these Mile Twenty Two. Like he didn't. It was just it, it kind of amused me that I was like, we're just we're sequelizing it all. Yeah, there is there is no way to get around it these days. Case in point. Mamma mia too. This which is, you to see? I I mean honestly like I haven't seen it yet but probably at the end of Crazy Rich Asians there's they allude to Crazier Rich richer, richer Asians. Crazier Richer Asians. That's or that's what I assume they will call the sequel. I can only imagine. Anyway,
0: and that is on your list to see. Uh, it is because it it's very successful. Yeah,
1: and I mean it's it there, is. there's not a lot coming up in the the next couple of weeks like it is
0: Um, the Little Mermaid came out and oh, wow, the reviews are horrible. Wait, what? The... The, the I don't know if it's playing here, but I thought on Friday the live action Little Mermaid came out and Rotten Tomatoes is giving it like, I don't know.
1: A one or something like Disney's the they're doing know. a live.
0: This, this, now I'm going to look it up. Because I, I thought it was going to be a big deal. Disney
1: Disney is the the juggernaut to stop. All, uh, that can't. That cannot be Disney's Little Mermaid.
0: Um, I don't know who, but I'm about to find out. So that's what I am about to do: find out whose Little Mermaid it is. Other than the fact that I'm assuming
1: Mark Wahlberg is not. Huh? He's not Prince. He, Eric. no, he is the mermaid. That would. Oh my goodness. Like all right, I know. Okay. Maybe I'm in now. The Little
0: Mermaid is it gets a four point seven out of ten on IMDB, twenty percent Rotten Tomatoes, and it did come out August seventeenth.
1: Is it like a recording of like the stage production of A reporter and his niece
0: discover a beautiful creature they believe to be a real mermaid.
1: And they called it the Little Mermaid, and Disney did not sue them.
0: I'm trying to see who made it, but let's open IMDb. Yeah, the reviews were horrible. Um, because I had I had made note of it, and why am I not seeing what I want to see? IMDb, why are you failing me? That's. <sighs> Well, here, I'll just go to Variety. They're bound to tell me who made it. Because it's not being... It's an insipid family fantasy that barely serves as a mermaid placeholder. Sure. Okay, Shirley MacLaine's in it. She is not the mermaid. Uh, yeah. What? This is neither the Lynn manuel Miranda-assisted Disney remake nor Universal's... Status unknown project that has Chloe Grace Moretz attached, or the Hans Christian Andersen story. Though this Little Mermaid is set in the 1930s, it makes Splash seem positively gritty by comparison. So you need to see that.
1: Ugh. I've let #hashtag ponderous. <laughs>
0: Well, there you go. So now none of us have to see that.
1: I I really, I think Variety was just doing a public service. Yeah, right there.
0: (laughs) I do love a really well written bad review. I feel bad for those connected, but there's a part of me, the writer part of me, goes. It's an art. That's beautifully done. They
1: they are painting with words. Yes, they
0: are. So if you want just a fun action movie,
1: worth worth a matinee. It it is. It's adequate. Um, it's not exceptional. You should not steer clear of it, but you don't necessarily need to do it immediately.
0: But if you really like action films and your choices are The Little Mermaid or Mamma Mia 2 or Crazy Rich Asians, perhaps this is the movie for you. I I don't
1: think you really have a choice if you're looking for an action movie.
0: <laughs> so there, there you have it. This could be it. Mile 22. And it just came out this weekend?
1: Yes, this uh, past Friday. This. Oh. Yes. And
0: do you know how it's doing?
1: Um I don't think it won the weekend. I do think Crazy Rich Asians, Crazy Rich Asians is the did one,
0: and Meg came in the Meg came in second.
1: Which is doing tremendously better than I ever thought it was, it was going would. to be.
0: Okay, I have to see how much it's making at this point because you totally listen to this as soon as we put it up. So it's
1: it's really important It must be of the moment that
0: I keep it relevant. Of
1: the uh, to the minute. Come on. To the minute.
0: Whenever I'm using technology, I think of Homer Simpson because he's at, at
1: on computers now.
0: No, he's at the <laughs> microwave 30 seconds. I can't oh, wait 30, 30 seconds. Uh, nobody's telling me anything, it's scrolling. I can't, I just can't. I'm not going to. Uh, oh, we forgot to talk about this. Oh, mile 22 opened. To 13.6 million just opening day.
1: Oh, that's not terrible for just for Friday.
0: We forgot to mention this and we're going to do this quickly, but
1: Billionaire Boys Club made what 176?
0: Oh, it's 176 now. Uh, a few hours ago, again, keeping it real, it had made it had sold just a handful of tickets, is what it came Basically, down to. The
1: way it broke down, they were saying like. In the 10 cities that it opened, neither of which were New York or mm-hmm. L.A., it was essentially making like there was about five people a theater mm-hmm. in 10 theaters like they were made. And if you're adjusting for the um, average ticket price or something like that, I mean, it just they're saying it's not going to break four hundred dollars, not four hundred wow. million, not four hundred thousand four hundred dollars for the opening weekend.
0: That's like if you and I made a movie
1: and asked Honestly, people to pay for I it. I think I think we could probably open our movie to at least four hundred dollars.
0: Okay, yeah, I think we could. Now, why is this happening, you may ask? Well, hashtag Kevin Spacey, hashtag me too. I so. know
1: that all the money in the world was not the, the was not a tremendous success, but it famously replaced Kevin Spacey with Christopher Plummer, not at the last minute, but pretty close to it. Mm -hmm.
0: So this is this. The timeline is important here. Now, first of all, I want to be very upfront about this. And Adam, I know, feels the same way. We do separate the artist's art from the artist, the person, unless it's Hitler. I know he painted. Sorry.
1: That's it. Well, I think <laughs> when the crime is heinous enough, like,
0: yeah. <laughs> I
1: think at a certain point you just have to be like, you know what, I'll find another painting I like.
0: Yes, ex- except for Hitler paintings. So, I have always respected Kevin Spacey's acting work.
1: I, I thought he was an exceptional Lex Luthor. Um, he was he was fantastic in Usual Suspects. Um, I mean, g- I think the man was genuinely talented. Yes. The first, what was it, five seasons of House of Cards? Ugh. Like, he was incredible, like, yeah. in that series.
0: And I don't know how they will continue without him, because he was that incredible.
1: However. The fact that you have Robin Wright Penn, like, who who is a very talented actress. Oh, I know. If She's you, not just
0: Princess Buttercup. If you them. are
1: going to hang that on the shoulders of anybody else on that show... And, and and like I said, I'm I'm not Kevin Spacey was, I mean he could fill a room with his talent. Mm-hmm. I, he's also apparently, predatorial and yeah. Like, yeah.
0: There was a side so to I, him we did not know. Yeah. So this movie was actually made in 2015.
1: I believe it like two and a half. They, it was completed yeah. like two and a half years ago.
0: And so it was in 2017 when the accusations started to come out. Yeah. And and he as well. And uh, so. So there's that, and so they did decide to release it, but I think the studio is kind of, I mean, so many other names that you would recognize are involved, but for some reason I can only think of Judd Nelson at the moment, but there were others are in it, and it's based on a best-selling book, it's based on a true story, it is probably, even if it's and not this, awesome... had
1: had this been released four years ago... Yeah. Probably probably would have been a, like it's an independent film, probably would have been a modest success.
0: Yeah, easily, I think, because it, and should it be available for me to watch it for free in some fashion at some point in the future? I, I think right now it's probably on, watch it's it.
1: video on demand. Yeah. I want to say it's available to. They did
0: do that, and I think, and I think they should have done that because of all the other people involved. But I also see how you want to distance yourself because you don't want to support Kevin Spacey's behavior or anyone else's predatory behavior. So I, it's like, uh, what do I, you do?
1: I don't think they were in a position where they could just reshoot Spacey's part right. the way that they did with all the money in the world. And why did they sit on it for so long? Um, Some films, like especially independent films, like you don't necessarily have the back. Like, OK, when uh, Avengers Infinity War Part Two comes out, Disney has money set aside for the advertising of that? That for rolling out like the prints of it, or the digitals, or the the poster. They there is money in place because this they they know that this will generate X amount of dollars and go back into the. All of that is built into that. Billionaires' boy It's not a franchise. Like mm-hmm. it's not. In, independent films sometimes you have to find your funding. Right. Or you have to like in order like some of them get into such dire straits. You have to find money to finish like the final sound mix mm-hmm. or something like that. And I think this is probably one of those movies that um, money had to be found to do these things. Okay. And they they when especially in 2017 when this happened. I mean, because it's not a movie that has to come out on May 22nd because there's a tie-in with McDonald's right for it. Um, you want to wait until these films are best positioned maybe for awards season uh, or maybe until you found somebody that wants to back this movie. They were probably close to something, I would say, in 2017. Mm -hmm. And whenever all that happened, any of the money that they did have that was going to catapult that probably got pulled.
0: Yeah, and it would also put the actors who would have to go on the press junket to have to deal with questions about They were, they were about definitely
1: going to be asked questions, which is the reason why I think it was a very limited 10-city, 10, mm-hmm. 10 because they knew whatever money that they put into this thing, they were probably not going to give it out. That's the reason why it's a video-on-demand release, gets released in 10 cities. I, I think they wanted to kind of ameliorate their loss. They're right. like, we can get something out of this. We're not going to make our money on it. Um. We need to put this thing out, but we need to do it quietly, and we do there are no bells and whistles on this thing. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm sure that's happened to so many other projects. I know because I have followed it closely. But um, uh, the film version of Hamilton was on the line when um, all all of the um, why is his name leaving me
1: the The main actor,
0: producer guy, uh, Weinstein. Oh, once, yeah, Harvey. Harvey. When all when all that broke, I mean, Lin Manuel said, uh, "I'm not. He's not going to profit by any of my stuff." And so, then they had to go through a process of who's going to buy it, who's going to do this and that, and eventually that happened. And I'm sure that happened to many other projects. People say, "I." This company, this person, I don't want to be associated with them because they do vile and disgusting things. And so uh, this, the Me Too movement, which I totally support, it also does affect other people as it all shakes out.
1: Harvey Weinstein is not the only person that works at the Weinstein Company. Yes. And like even before I, I think the assets started getting divided up more. I mean, he was removed from a company that bears his name. Mm hmm. Like I mean, that's that's how that's how heinous, like what he was doing was viewed by his peers and the public. And I and I, I'm not I'm not defending him. I'm just saying right. like that it was to the point that a company that is named after him that like I mean he ran, he was pulled out of. Right. He was taken out of his own company. Like if that kind of lets you wrap around how how what he was doing and the things that he was doing were viewed in the industry in mm-hmm. general
0: huge repercussions so you're we're probably going to find a few other films like this maybe not a ton that were maybe almost finished or whatnot and they have are to going decide, to quietly yeah
1: know, do we do we bury this do we never release it or do we do we do it and we do it at a loss but at least this way mm-hmm. we're like at least less of a loss than we would have been otherwise.
0: Because it's not just Harvey. It's not just Kevin. It's many, unfortunately, many, many people uh, don't know how to behave like human beings. So that being said, uh, it's out. (laughs) uh, We're not reviewing it.
1: And not to much acclaim.
0: Yes, but I'm wondering, is it going to go down in history as...
1: Right now, I believe, yes, it is yeah. one of the worst performing—I I, I don't know about the definitive absolute worst, but I know that they were saying, like, for a for a Kevin Spacey film, mm-hmm. at the very least, it's the absolute worst opening he has ever had.
0: If you read a lot about film, you'll hear of titles like Heaven's Gate and— Heaven's Gate, yeah, and just what a nightmare that was, and um, how it how it bankrupted how a studio. Dustin Hoffman and Ishtar, Ishtar, yeah. yeah, and Heaven's Gate and Ishtar, so, and what what
1: they were calling that they thought Waterworld like was go- yes. what, they were calling it Costner's Gate, mm-hmm. I believe it. They, so this they were is so probably going to be
0: one of those.
1: Like I don't, it wasn't as the thing about Ishtar and Heaven's Gate and uh, Waterworld. Those films were enormously expensive. Mm-hmm. At the very least, this was an independent film, so I, I think you're dealing with several f- million dollars less on that end. Like, th- th- it's not bankrupting a studio, right? But like, when you look at the money that was put up for this versus what they probably thought that they were going to make from it, and if you look at like really any other film that Kevin Spacey has done, like having a- 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 on a average Friday, even for a small release. Something like four or five million dollars would not be out of the question. Mm-hmm. Having a film open on, like, I, I believe it's Friday numbers were something like 126 dollars
0: yeah. on a Friday.
1: Like uh, my my electric bill this month will probably be more than it made on its on its opening day. Yeah, that I mean that's ridiculous for a film that had several million dollars and it. Uh, Kevin Spacey has been in movies that cost $250 million. Mm-hmm. It boggles your mind to just see how much like money is going to be lost on that particular project.
0: Right. That is... Uh, uh, sometimes, without continuing this much further, do, yeah. um, because we are actually reviewing Mile 22, which does not have Kevin Spacey. No. But... It kind of makes you wonder when you are someone who has that much at stake, do you behave that way because you are it's a type of mental illness or because you just think you'll never be caught? It's because you have so much power. You think that you'll get away with it. So it doesn't matter because it's you. I mean, is it all of that?
1: I I think I think people like thrills. It's the reason why people like skydive. It's the reason why uh, you, you want that that adrenaline rush. And there there is probably something a, a negative aspect. The same reason like somebody would shoplift, not because they needed it, but because they they wanted that thrill. Like mm-hmm. I I would say that's something of what Spacey was getting for that. Like he it wasn't that or maybe he was like messed up in the head, but I think mm-hmm. I think when you get to a certain point and you don't, you you don't think there's anything people are going to tell you you can't do, probably. And you just you keep pushing those limits to the point that you're doing something like just deplorable and inhuman. I I mean, it, I, I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around a concept that I'll, I'll be honest, like I have, I don't know how to get into that mindset. Mm-hmm. But I would think that would have to be you you just keep pushing that envelope and going further and further to the point that like. You you don't know where the line was, or I,
0: it has yeah. to be. And do we do we need to have different degrees of it? For instance, uh, what Kevin Spacey did allegedly yeah. was um, horrible, but he didn't roofie a bunch of people either, Bill Cosby. So is there are there shades of it? Not I, that I, any of it's acceptable. I, I think
1: there are, but like especially when you get to a certain level, I think it, it's it's definitively like a no tolerance. Like, oh yeah. Like Cosby, Cosby and Spacey are effectively done in mm-hmm. the entertainment industry. Probably professionally anywhere at this point. Mm-hmm. But I I as much like as I enjoyed, say the Cosby show or the usual suspects, like you can't come back from that. Right. Like I there's not there's not a, a situation, there's not an algorithm or an eventuality I think that the public accepts the two of them back into the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think it's just that's that's how much shade like is on that particular series of events.
0: And yet Polanski continued to make films.
1: I don't I don't understand that. I I, I genuinely don't. Like when I've heard People pour like into the the outcries and the the support of him. Like I don't, I, I've never heard a convincing argument for Polanski on why it was okay. Mm-hmm. Like again, I think he's a talented filmmaker. Um, and I've heard other people that, that whose careers I respect and admire try to come to his defense, but I'm still just like, I don't, I I can't I can't get there mentally. I don't I don't mm-hmm. understand. The, yeah, especially the connection. since I
0: have a thirteen-year-old daughter, that yeah, so like I, no,
1: I don't, I don't want to go into complete detail, especially on this podcast. If you don't know about what Roman Polanski did, Google it. It's awful. Yeah, um,
0: and he has continued to have a career.
1: Yeah, which I don't.
0: Exactly. Again, I don't.
1: I don't under. I I don't understand it.
0: I don't either. Anyway, just some uh, deep thoughts here on parental guidance suggested, and uh, mile twenty-two.
1: A shoot 'em up it, fun movie. Check check it out. Nothing yeah. nothing like the last. I don't know. Fifteen minutes that nothing we just we just that we're
0: aware of. No. Anyway. No. Nothing no. is. Has... I don't think there's
1: a deleted scene in that movie. <laughs> not, that not, not aware Let aware it go that dark
0: at all. So uh, there you go. See it or not. It's it's gonna catch it.
1: Catch it eventually. But it's not a necessity.
0: Exactly. Save that necessity money for. Um... Crazy rich Asians, or Mamma Mia, two.
1: I don't, I don't know if I can support either, <laughs> either of those statements.
0: Thank you so much for listening. I am Jane Ellen,
1: and I'm Adam Cravens.